Jed Fish is leaving Arizona, and the Sun Devils can capitalize in a huge way. You are Locked On Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Richie Bradshaw, and I will be your guide for everything. Arizona State Sun Devils, as always, thank you guys for tuning in and making us your first listen of the day. A special shout out to my everydayers who are here every day. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, and turn on notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. You can stay in touch with that content by following me on Twitter. You can find me at RichieBrads36 in the podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you With a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections, get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. Glory, glory, glory. Jed Fish is leaving Arizona. And real quick, because I know that there's going to be Wildcat fans who come after me. First of all, hello. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Appreciate you guys uh, helping the algorithm. But... We'll go ahead and start with this before we even get into the meat and potatoes of this podcast. A lot of Arizona fans are saying that ASU was afraid of Jetfish and ASU is only happy because now U of A is going to take a step back. And we'll start with this. First of all, of course we're happy that that U of A is going to take a step back. Why wouldn't we be? Dude, I, I don't care who's leaving. Arizona. I don't care if Joe Schmo's leaving. If it makes you worse, yeah, I'm going to celebrate. And I'm not the only one who's going to celebrate. As far as being afraid of Jed Fish, I don't think so. He was there for three years. He went two and one against Arizona State. That's cool. Um, We very easily could have been two and one, but I'm not going to play the, I'm not going to play the what if game. He went two and one. That's a fact. That to me, like, that's cool. Like, that's a good step in the right direction. I can give credit where it's due. But to say we're afraid of a guy who was there three years, I don't, no, I don't think so. Not unless it's a player like T-Mac. I would say we're afraid of T-Mac. He's only played two games against us, but he has been an absolute menace when he has, when he has played Arizona State. Yes, I would say we're afraid of T-Mac. For sure. No, Fafita, he's only played one game. I don't know if it's uh, too soon to be saying that we're afraid of him, but he he would be another guy that would be on my radar. Please excuse my dog for uh, squeaking her toys. She is very happy right now and probably very bored. But anyways, back to uh, back to the conversation. Like, yeah, I, I there are there are certain players that we're afraid of. If you go back to like Scooby Wright, Kadeem Carey, um, I don't remember what Nick Foles did against us, but he'd probably be a guy in that ballpark. Like there are guys that we're afraid of from Arizona, without a doubt, the same way that there's guys that U of A is afraid of. But to say we're afraid of Jed Fish, I don't think that's realistic. He only had three seasons there. If he had been there five, six, seven years and dominated Arizona State, yeah. That at that point, we're celebrating for a different reason, for sure. No doubt about it. But three years is not a long time. One winning record in that time 
one 11 loss season in that time. Hard for me to be afraid of that. I, I'm just calling it as it is. He had one great season. He was a good recruiter, if not a great recruiter. I can give credit where it's due for Jed Fish. That's where I'll go ahead and end that portion of the conversation. We're not afraid of Jed Fish, but we are going to celebrate Jed Fish leaving. But here's a big question. How did this come to where we're at now? And that's where we're really going to start our discussion today. Now that the the little bit of uh, housekeeping has been checked off, we're not afraid of Jed Fish. Let's go ahead. How did this happen? Well, it happens like this. You see a guy like Jed Fish who comes to a program like Arizona that had been really going through the ringer. Like they brought in Kevin Sumlin. And Kevin Sumlin was terrible to say the least and continued to put that program behind the eight ball. And Jed Fish comes in and he inherits just an awful roster and goes one and 11 in his first year. It's going to happen to a lot of people, but man, it didn't look good to start, but he starts doing a really good job recruiting. Like he brings in T-Mac. He brings in Jonah Coleman who entered the transfer portal today, but Anyways, um, he brings in these talented guys and they attack the transfer portal a little bit and they turn around. They go from 11 or 1 and 11 to 5 and 7. And they were very close to being a bowl team in year two there, but they fell to uh, Washington State and they weren't able to capitalize on that. And then the next year, as they continue recruiting and they continue to improve that roster, they turn into a 9 and 3 team go to a really good bowl game. I think it was the Alamo Bowl. And they win and they have a 10-win season. So when you have a guy that turns around a program that quickly, he is going to be a very hot candidate. And of course, this also happens to really have a butterfly effect because Nick Saban decides to uh, retire and step away from college football. Uh, he spent 17 years at Alabama. He's been coaching, oh man, at least since the 80s. Uh, he's been all over the place. Like he was on the the Browns, uh, uh, what do you call it, staff. The Browns staff that had Bill Belichick and all them before they moved to uh, Baltimore. Uh, he was part of that legendary staff. Uh, he was uh, head coach at Michigan State. He was at LSU and won a championship. He was briefly the head coach at Miami. But he has all that success at Alabama, right? And when he stepped down, because we knew the day was coming, but... I'll tell you right now, none of us are ready for it, except Auburn fans and uh, LSU fans and Georgia fans. Like, yeah, they were ready for it. But the rest of us who just enjoy college football for what it is, we weren't ready for Nick Saban to retire. I certainly wasn't. And I was very upset when he retired, just as a fan, not upset with him. But he retires and instantly Alabama becomes the job. That is the job to have. Everybody is on the table for them. There's very, very few exceptions of guys that would leave. Like Kirby Smart's not leaving Georgia. Steve Sarkeesian isn't leaving Texas more than likely. Like you had some guys that weren't going to leave, but they had a lot of pull to grab one of the biggest names. And they did that with Kalen DeBoer. And how did Kalen DeBoer from Washington become that guy? Well, he also took a, a decent Washington team. They weren't nearly 
the dumpster fire that U of A was when Jed Fish got there, but he helps turn around Washington from a subpar program to elite. They have an outstanding year in his first season there. And then his second year, they go to the national championship game and they take on Michigan. And obviously they didn't win, but the quick turnaround he had was very successful. And the success that he had previous to that, like he was at Fresno State and I can't remember the other program he was with, but he found a lot of success where he went. So naturally he became a very coveted target. So Alabama gets him. Now the Washington job is open. And guess what? That is also a very coveted position. That is that is a team that over the last like 20, however many years, right, has been more often than not a very good program. They've been to the college football playoff twice. They are a very good program. Chris Peterson had a lot of success there. They, they are one of those jobs where like it, it opens up and a lot of people want it. And that was Jed Fish. Now, the, the thing that really sucks for U of A fans when it comes to Jed Fish is he had very recently said, hey, I'm not leaving. This is my job. I love Tucson. God knows. I don't know how anyone can love Tucson. But he said he did, and he loved the program. He wanted to build something. But Washington opens up. They give him a bag, and he leaves. And that really rubs U of A fans the wrong way. And, like, I, I can understand that. Like, you would you would be upset. If you were a U of A fan and that happened, you'd be furious. You'd be pissed off. Totally understandable. But that's what happens, man. When those kind of jobs open up, short of having this undying kind of loyalty, those guys are going to leave. Like, take example with, I said Kirby Smart. Smart has been with Georgia forever. Uh, he was an alum there. There, there's so much that goes into the reason why he's not leaving for Alabama or anything else. Jim Harbaugh, besides all the stuff that's going on, br- prior to this year, he wasn't leaving. He had the alum status. He had been there a long time. He was entrenched. These guys are so difficult to pull when they don't have that kind of background or when they do have that kind of background, excuse me. And Jet Fish has dots to connect. In Seattle, he had worked uh, with the Seahawks organization. Uh, he had Pete Carroll's son on staff. Like there were dots to connect here, and that's one of the reasons why he decides to leave. Is not only is it a big job, but there's a little bit of some background and some history with that state, with that with that city, with everything that's going on there. That's what happens. So. That's what ended up going on and they pull him and it's great hire for them. And U of A fans are furious, but it happens. It's just part of the business. And that's really frustrating, but sucks to be you. Sorry. You're not going to get any sympathy as a famous Kenny Dillingham once said multiple times said, nobody cares about your circumstance. No one's going to feel bad for you injuries or whatever. Nobody is going to feel bad for you. And certainly Nobody in the state of Arizona outside of Tucson is going to feel bad for the U of A program going down the drain. And maybe that's too much. There's still time for them to find a good head coach. There's time for them to be able to bring kids in, but they're going to start losing guys. And they are going to be 
really suffering the consequences of losing a very talented head coach like him. But that's how it came to be. And, you know, what's next for U of A? What's next for Arizona State? That's what we're going to talk about here in just a moment. So stay tuned. You're listening to the Lockdown Sun Devils Podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. The NFL regular season is wrapped up, but the playoffs are here, and it's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 bucks in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use, and there's a, so many variety of different ways that you can bet. There's live saving game parlays. You can find bets in the new Explore tab. You can make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, the best way to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Appreciate you guys, as always, for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications so you get an update whenever we post new content. I really encourage you guys also to go and check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. So if you're looking for the biggest news, like Kalen DeBoer leaving Alabama, like Nick Saban retiring, like Jed Fish taking over the position at Washington, then check it out because they're going to keep you up to date on all of that. They're keeping you up to date on college, pros, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, all of it. Check it out. You're not going to regret it. It's really, really cool, and it's the first of its kind. Let's get back into our conversation. We talked about how it happened. We're going to talk about what's next. And we're going to introduce the Sun Devils into this conversation as well. Because there's a lot that happens to Arizona State moving forward. But we'll wrap up our conversation talking about U of A real quick. What's next for them? Well, they got to find somebody to come in, obviously. But they need to find someone that's going to help be a program builder for them. And that's not going to be really easy. And the reason why it's not going to be really easy and it, don't get me wrong, right now it is a good position for a lot of different coaches, but you're not going to pull one of the biggest coaches in the country. You're going to have to find a guy who can be a program builder. I will tell you the first guy who comes to my to my mind is Bill O'Brien. And I know that that may seem underwhelming, but you got to remember what he did at Penn State and how quickly he turned them around. He is a good program builder. He's a good recruiter. He's somebody that people gravitate to. That'd be a rock solid hire. But for U of A, the problem is you're not a large market. You're in Tucson, Arizona, which is very secluded from a lot of other stuff. Is it a college town? Absolutely. But this is not a Alabama, Washington, a Texas, an Ohio State or anything like that. It's not even close. So you're not going to be able to pull those big name guys. And if you do, then, oh my God, you're spending so much money that you don't have because you lost all of your money. They have to find somebody that is good enough to be able to remain competitive with them. And you have the roster for now to do that. But you're probably looking at a lot of transfers. You're already losing Jonah Coleman and he's the first of many. What happens next? Who knows? But for them, you got to, you got to find someone that can help build that program. That's, we're going to end the conversation for U of A. We've been talking about him for too long. Let's talk about ASU. What's next for ASU? Well, the biggest thing here is to take a step forward with recruiting. ASU has done a really good job as of late with the recruiting. The last two years with Kenny Dillingham, they have turned this thing around. 
It's it's a lot of talented kids. I know that you look and you see three stars, but I encourage you to look beyond that kind of stuff because there's guys who play above three-star level. There's guys who have more drive than four stars and five stars. And we're seeing that. Look at how quickly guys like CJ Fight found roles here. How quickly guys like uh, uh, Kyson Brown were able to find roles with the program. Some of the offensive linemen, they find positions for these guys. All that matters is being able to build. And your recruiting is going to get better every year after year after year after year. Well, now you have taken out Jed Fish from the equation. So unless U of A gets a, another dynamic recruiter, they are losing one of the best recruiters on this side of the Mississippi. And that's tough. So for ASU, you need, you need to find a way to be able to capitalize on the fact that these kids in the state of Arizona are going to be a lot more available. There's a little less conversation. I'm not saying there's a ton. I'm not saying there's a ton. But you have an ability to get a leg up now. Because there are guys who are in the Valley that are going up, going down there. Uh, there was the the quarterback, Damon Williams, I think. I can't remember his name. My apologies uh, if I got it wrong. I, I'm 99% positive his first name is Damon. I just can't remember his last. I think it's Damon Williams. But Valley kid, he's going to, he's going to U of A. Good for him. He does have time to decommit, but we'll see. Uh, they... They got Dylan Tapley, although Dylan Tapley burned that bridge with Arizona State. There are plenty of guys that are in the Valley that are going down to Tucson. Well, now that you're losing Jed Fish, who was such a good recruiter and program builder, there's an opportunity for those guys to decommit and then Arizona State to swoop in and grab them. One of the guys who pops into my head is uh, Keanu Wilhite, and I know he... He decommitted from Washington, but that's a Tucson kid. So unless he wants to be a hometown hero, there's no reason Arizona State can't swoop in and grab him. And there's a lot of guys that are also going to be available for 2024, for 2025, 26, 27, and beyond. You have an ability to become a much better uh, recruiting program now in the state of Arizona, which is what Kenny Dillingham has been so, so, so focused on for this. Like, they are they are trying to recruit in-state. They want to activate the Valley. They want these kids to stay home and become local heroes and legends and guys that we talk about 5, 10, 15, 20 years from the time that they were here at Arizona State. That's what Kenny Dillingham wants. And now you have an ability to capitalize on that. But there's a lot more other ways that ASU can capitalize that we're going to talk about in just a moment. Make sure you stay tuned. This is the Locked On Sun Devils podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We come here a lot to escape some of the realities and talk about our favorite sports and our favorite program. But let's take just a moment to talk about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. And that is scary. I can't even imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my family members or one of my nieces or nephews or anybody else getting sick while a supply chain issue keeps them from those life-saving medications that they need. Thankfully, we're going to be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, 
respiratory infections, sinuses, skin infections, and more. This stuff can happen to any of us. Visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to jacemedical.com, that's spelled J-A-S-E medical.com, and use the offer code Locked On for $20 off of your order. One more time, thanks as always for tuning in. Wherever you're getting your podcast, hit like, subscribe, turn on those notifications. And again, check out the Locked On Sports Today 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. There's nothing like it. They're going to keep you up to date on the biggest stories in college and pros, all of it, all the leagues, all the sports. Check it out. It's really, really cool. All right, let's go ahead and wrap up our conversation, how ASU can capitalize on Jetfish being gone. So we talked about the recruiting, right? And that's really the biggest area that you can capitalize here right now is showing off your prowess to flex on U of A and bring these kids in and find those hometown kids in Tucson and convince them to come here. Like Elijah Rushing decommitted from Arizona because of some of the stuff that was going on. And I got news for you. Even if he stayed, this kid's decommitting the moment Jetfish is gone. 100% guarantee it. They they can get their kids. But like Keanu Wilhite also went to, went to Washington and he's decommitting. And I'll tell you right now that U of A is not as attractive to a guy like Wilhite anymore. He's going to be looking for other places. 100%. And he's got plenty of offers as a four-star kid. Arizona State can swoop in. They can say, hey, why don't you stay in state, but you head north. And you come to the Valley, and you help us activate it. And you help us build this program off of Arizona kids. It's not just local kids. It's recruiting everywhere. We got uh, James Giggy from uh, Bradshaw Mountain High School up in Prescott Valley. He was coming in. Like, they are interested in building this program with Arizona kids and guys like Will Height and anybody else in Tucson are no exceptions. They are interested in bringing these kids in. Now that Jed Fish is gone, you've got at least a year, maybe two years to be able to really, really capitalize on this because if U of A brings in a big guy and they're able to recruit their you-know-what off, Arizona State's going to be behind the eight ball again. So right now is your time to strike while the iron is hot. You got to be able to capitalize on U of A going through a transition from one head coach to another, from one program builder to another, one recruiter to another. You need to capitalize on that. And if you can, you're really, really, really going to take such a massive leap in your state recruiting that is going to leave U of A in the dust. That is your biggest spot to capitalize. But obviously, there's more to capitalize on, like the rivalry itself, wins and losses. U of A is going to be going through another transitional period, and they've seen those several times in the last 10 years. They are, as successful as this past season was, they're more accustomed to bad seasons than they are good in the last 10 years. They might be going right back to that spot. Might be. Again, as much as I love to trash U of A, and I love to trash U of A, if you see my Twitter, it's all about it. But I can also 
be objective and understand that U of A has taken steps forward. There is a massive opportunity for ta- for taking a step back now. This is where ASU swoops in. And recruiting those kids is the biggest opportunity for you and the biggest like top of the to-do list here. But wins and losses are also going to be big because you add the talent or you just flat out run into a team that might be a little bit demoralized next year. And maybe they're not, but I'd be willing to bet this is a team that is going to take a pretty big, significant step back. ASU comes in, they go to Tucson in 2024, by the way. You go down to their house, if you can beat them, if you can beat U of A, you are just flexing. Like, as a famous Post Malone said, man, I just want to go flex. That's ASU right now. They have an opportunity to start getting those wins again. And Kenny Dillingham, you got to know that he loves that opportunity. He said it perfectly in a press conference. He said, there's two seasons at Arizona State. There's the first 11 games, and then there's the Territorial Cup. He said, while he doesn't agree that winning and losing U of A, the U of A game is, is whether or not you have a successful season, he also understands how important it is and calls it a whole other season. That is going to be such a chip on Dillingham's shoulder and on the entirety of the Valley shoulder to be able to go down to Tucson and beat them. I will tell you right now in January, this is going to be one of the most important territorial cups at least of the last 20 years. I'm tempted to say ever. This is your chance with a new staff that is trying to recruit their you-know-what's-off to go down and beat U of A and audition themselves to the players down at U of A to come up north and come play at Arizona State in Tempe, Arizona, in the Valley. This is your opportunity. This is your moment to really, really just rub their nose in it, but to also just take your program to new heights. One more thing I want to wrap up with. How can ASU capitalize their image? Let me explain. Kenny Dillingham comes to this program. He's a Valley kid, born and raised. He goes to Arizona State. He was raised as a fan, becomes a graduate, comes back home. What does he say in his opening press press conference? He says, I'm home. This is my dream job. And you believe him. Notice a couple of guys I said earlier, Jim Harbaugh and Kirby Smart. I am not comparing talent in terms of coaching Dillingham to those guys. Could he get there? Sure but there's a long ways to go. Here's what I am comparing. Remember when I said why it's so hard to poach them is because they're alums. Kirby Smart went to Georgia. Jim Harbaugh went to Michigan. Kenny Dillingham went to Arizona State. So unlike Jed Fish, who had no ties to Arizona outside of getting a massive opportunity to be a head coach, Kenny Dillingham is so entrenched with everything ASU that I I don't know what it would take for another program to take him away from Arizona State. It it would 
oh my God, it'd have to be Alabama for like 15 million a year kind of stuff. Like even then you're talking about a guy who is so diehard for this program. I just don't see him leaving. The only way I see him leaving is if ASU fires him. And that's not going to happen for a long time, no matter what the success is. He'd have to have like three or four straight losing seasons and take no steps forward as a head coach for us to can him. He's not going anywhere. And now you can capitalize on that image. You can say, well, we've got stability. Kenny Dillingham's not going anywhere. Can't say that about U of A. U of A lost Rich Rod. They fired him. They fired Kevin Sumlin. Jed Fish left. They're going through coaches like tissues right now. ASU, sure. We've also had three head coaching changes in that time. But I'll tell you that Kenny Dillingham could be here 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. Can we say the same about U of A? It, unless they bring in like Teddy Bruschi or, or Lance Briggs or another guy who is an alum to U of A who cares about that program more than anything and is actually a coaching, uh, not a candidate, like has that ability to be a head coach, you're going to be behind. You just are. Because you could start having success again and then a job opens up that's better than U of A and they leave. There could be jobs that open up for Kenny Dillingham in the next 20 years, in the next 10 years. I don't know if he's leaving. Could he? Sure. You can put me on old takes exposed, whatever. But I'm willing to bet and I'll die on the hill that Dillingham's not leaving Arizona State unless we kick him out. Having that image, that reputation, and overall being able to use that as a as a playing chip and like, hey, you can come to Arizona State and he's going to be here. That's going to want kids to come in. They're going to want to come to a program that has that stability. So now's your chance to flex stability. Have Kenny Dillingham here for the next five years to at least give him time, first of all, but to also just show that Arizona State's going in the right direction. This is one of the other big ways you can capitalize. Yes, I still think recruiting tops my list. Beating U of A is also really important, winning the Territorial Cup. But creating an image of stability and consistency is one of the best ways Arizona State can win. So that's the Jed Fish situation. We talked about it, and we talked about how ASU can capitalize on it. I want to know what you guys think. I want to know how many U of A fans tapped in leave a dislike if you want to to continue moving my algorithm asu fans hit the like button i want to prove something i don't ask you guys to do that often but for this video hit the like button i want to prove something to u of a fans so hit like hit subscribe tune into the podcast 24 7 coverage for you guys not quite but i mean five days a week um we got everything, man. I'm going to keep you up to date on it all. And there's a lot of stuff that's going to be going on for the next couple of months as we're in the offseason. We could see some transfers coming to Arizona State. We could see more stuff that's going on. So again, like, subscribe, turn on notifications. You can stay in touch with all that by following me on Twitter. You can find me at Richie Brad 36 and podcast as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. I appreciate you guys for tuning in. As always, you guys are the best. and. I will see you guys again tomorrow, but remember that at the end of the day, we're activating the Valley right now and we are building something special.
U of A is setting themselves back. Cheers to that. I'll see you next time. Till then, you keep it locked right here.